0: Dan Zastrzemski, host of the Ring of Gambling Show. You want to join my buddy, Joe House, and I every Tuesday and Friday. We break down all the lines, the leans, totals, props, and so much more for the NBA playoff action. And JJ, you never know when the pod father himself, Bill Simmons, is going to stop in. Plus, we are dropping special episodes in the feed around all the big events. We have some major golf coming up. JJ, you want to get in on all of it. So, whether you fancy yourself as a sharp
1: or someone who likes to just throw a few shekels down, get on the action with the Ringer Gambling Show on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors.
2: Restrictions. All apply. See website for details.
3: Peter
0: <laughs> Shout out, <Zach> Shaq <laughs> Adren.
4: The major stage. Oh my goodness! It's professional
0: wrestling.
4: Twenty-four
5: championship. Are
0: we going confirm? Major. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mut,
5: mut 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 oh, mut 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 mut
0: chicken. It was repot. It was repot.
4: It's professional professional
0: wrestling. wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is Cheap Heat, and it's a big week. We have a a pay-per-view to review, a pay-per-view to preview. So without any ado, I'm your 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, joining me from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, also very hot there, I'm sure, as it is in New York physically large st- the, today the physically sweaty stack guy greg
4: not yet but as soon as i step out the house it's a it's oppressively hot outside.
0: it's towel it's a it's a it's an sgg towel day am i right it,
4: def- it absolutely is it absolutely
0: is yeah i mean sgg is absolutely walking around with a towel in his back pocket there's no way to avoid it. anyone right now who's of a certain size and that's not just weight it's kind of the whole package you know who we're talking to your it's towel mode you got to keep the towel in the back pocket Got you know?
4: to, got to. This is, it's, only, it's only for survival. It's not. It's even, so it's the only
0: way to survive <laughs> is with the, foul, with the yeah. towel.
4: People um, think it's fashion, it's survival.
0: Yeah. Um, and we also welcome in from Los Angeles, 3,535 Dipperstein, Fresh off of a trip to Las Vegas for double or nothing. How are you?
5: The only reason that I would be carrying a towel around is if, you know, I happen to stumble into a beautiful, luxurious hot tub. And I, I need to dry myself off uh, during summer in the city in Los Angeles. <laughs> that's it's a very different kind of towel. Um, other than that, other than that, I can confirm there is almost little to no perspiration.
0: You're not swe- uh, you're not sweating and sweating, please. But if the temperature is over like 81, he's still complaining about it. Be clear. What's the range? I, I, I'm a heat guy. I'm solidarity. not a cold guy. What, what's the what's? I'm a heat guy. You re- you you don't mind? There's no heat that you complain?
5: No i do not complain about heat
0: i'm not a heat complainer even at 100 i'm a cold A 100 100 degrees and and humid no, you still no heat complaining no i i i enjoy the heat i don't mind the heat it, this seems i like that it makes me tan this seems very yeah. first of all heat doesn't make you tan second of all this seems very <laughs> counter to this seems very <laughs> counter to your entire being i mean Literally, Jews are famous for complaining about the temperature being too hot. That it's like it's like the number maybe more than cold. And I' are more than more than
4: cold. Yeah, absolutely. I want to call BS on Dip saying I like to be tan. I don't think I've seen dip, I seen Dip at this complexion that he has right now, which I wouldn't call it a tan. It's I'm the, can, I like being tan. Everyone looks better tan. If this is you tan, I don't want to see you pale. No, this is not me, Tan. Okay, is, I mean I'm Tana Jace. I'm Tana Jace. I did sit at the
5: By the way. SGG,
0: the uh, S-G, this is borderline racism from you. That's that you're just shaming all white people in the same way. Dip is not that pale right now. No, I'll I'm pull sa- up some pictures. What
4: I'm saying is if this is him tan, then him pale is even worse. But i don't think I've ever seen him well, tan. Well, hold on. Uh, real I'm quick. Worse, I look great.
0: Troy, Troy, <laughs> turn on your camera for a second. <laughs> Now Troy's light isn't is dark, so he has a shadow over his face. I think you'd right. see Troy is even whiter than Dip. Yeah, but this is what I'm
4: saying, Pete. Dip says that he likes a good tan, and I've never seen Dip more tan than he is right now. Can, can I be Wait, honest? You've never though? seen me tan. I, no, I know, and no, and also,
0: off. and also, let's just be. Let's just all lay it all out here. This is the topic that black people love to dump on white people for. When I show up as tan as I could be. Ask me if one black friend ever notices. It's all the same. They think I'm just white. There's no, I don't get any like, wow, other white people will see and go, wow, now that's a tan. By the way, you're not even noticing. I'm a full shade darker than our last podcast. Well, because you're in darker light. We we discussed this already. No, no, I'm not. My light's up. I just got, I was in the sun all day Sunday. I got an actual, I didn't get a full tan, but I got one shade. My point is you wouldn't notice. It's okay. We, we deserve to be shamed. (laughs) one shade (laughs) I'm one uh, listen it's not it's not to you it's not noticeable but like my general tone is somewhat tan I would say dip is one notch less tan and more Ashkenazic than me but he's still there he's right there and neither of us are Natalie
4: yeah
0: (laughs) by the way a a, a listener Sife yesterday suggested and I I think cheap heat listeners would feel the same way Sife suggested that we rename um, Juan Epp. Uh the name of the podcast should be called Natalie said. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> I corrected. I said no. The real version it should really be called Well Natalie. Because it's not always what she said. It's just there's something that she did. There's something that blah. It's well Natalie. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you something about <laughs> Las Vegas. Go ahead.
5: There it's are hot, so But you didn't many, mind it. There are so many bits that I could do about Las Vegas. That it's oh, it would be too much to even go into the
4: Vegas bit. Well, you got to do them live at beers and smears.
0: Oh, that's right. You're gonna be- have an I'll,
5: opportunity. Oh,
4: I'll, do, I'll, do it it I'll do it at beers and
5: smears. I'll do it at beers and smears.
0: What's but the I mean, what was the what was the number one Vegasy thing? Let me see if I can guess. The number one Vegasy thing that like just stands out to you as being ludicrous because it is a ludicrous place in general.
5: It's just, it's, they have opened every single trendy Los Angeles restaurant in the casinos in a bigger, corny way. So it's like ridiculous. Every right. little lunch place,
0: every coffee place. No, every- hold on. Not just the LA places. Remember when we were, th- the New York places too. Yeah, oh, New yeah. York
5: too. They, they've opened every single place in the casinos. There's also a luxury mall in now every single casino. There's a Gucci, a Louis Vuitton. There's a, there's a, a luxury brand mall. In every single casino,
0: isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Honestly, it's absurd. Isn't it crazy to think about how much people must regular people without money must be buying designer brands like that because they, they couldn't put them everywhere. They're everywhere. Why would they be everywhere? And then I, I walk into the store and go, wow, this is really expensive and walk out, right? Someone like you did, who loves something nice. Maybe mm-hmm. once a year, you buy a belt. Once you buy a little abyss, you buy a little that. You're not yep. walking in and buying shirts at full price and walking out like people. This no. is, this is, I did, I did that a couple of times. I talked about it on the podcast. One, I got from a outlet in Florida. <laughs> and the other I made a huge deal about and I went and returned. We talked old, about it a hundred times. I was, there was guilt. The guilt I was had such just incessant. And yet so but these are everywhere. So that and I have people I follow who I am friendly with or friends with. I know I don't know how much money they make, but I know that they're not rich. And they're wearing they're they're posting pictures of like going out in a celebration. And they're wearing head to toe Louis Vuitton. I'm just like I don't. It's like people dress as if they're a different human being. How how do you do it? How do you do? You, I need to know. <laughs> yeah. You take and when you find out, plastic, you tell
5: me. I, I you will. You take a you <laughs> you take a piece of plastic out of okay. your wallet. Yep. You give it to the cashier, and they just hand you the clothes. They they hand you back the card.
0: You take the clothes. So it has. It's a card. It, out, it can't just be a piece of plastic. You deal with it later.
5: You deal with the, you deal with the consequences at a different time.
0: that by the way i'm that's how it works that that must be a huge part of it right (laughs) yes so people just go all right i'm buying an entire louis vuitton outfit dress um a a little little pullover thing bag shoes that's gonna be good for five thousand dollars yeah on the low end on the low end on the the low end that's a reasonable because that because that makes the bag low end that's that's right so so yes, on the low end, five five thousand dollars, maybe seven thousand dollars, and they just think I deserve this. I'll pay for it over time. It's okay, mm-hmm. yes. and that's what they do. Yes, and by the way, I'm not I'm not even dissing people doing this. I, I almost admire it. Oh no, yeah, that's brave. It's very I brave. Have, I, I cannot do I, I,
4: it. I don't have that level of Neither bravery. Can
0: I. bravery. <laughs> I can't just I can't do it. Um, Anyway, so Dip is back from Las Vegas, and we'll get all into his uh, gallivanting around the Strip, seeing the greats and near greats, but uh, SGG, what happened outside the ring? Well, speaking of Vegas,
4: it was reported um, first, I believe, by Brad Shepard, believe it or not, and then WWE confirmed that Money in the Bank is moving from Allegiant Stadium to a more intimate setting, Mm. as they put it, the MGM Grand Garden Arena? Which I don't know how many how much that holds, but they described it as intimate. So I w- I would be very upset if the tribal chief doesn't make eye contact with me or or maybe hold my hand or something. Well, it's
0: not that intimate, SUG. Oh, well, I think okay. it's about it's about fifteen thousand. Well, they case. said intimate, so I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, the MGM Grand uh, Garden. Yeah, you're looking, you know, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen. It's a normal pay per view.
4: Well, listen, I just want to lock eyes with Roman I feel feel this wow. one time.
0: Wow, this <laughs> so. is this is that's weird.
4: all Stop they they,
0: they advertise it intimate that's all I'm saying um you want so wait you want to be like the video that popped up on my feed a hundred different places of Roman and the little kid <laughs> oh my the
4: video God. that I remixed oh, you <laughs> remixed that? it yeah I remixed it a little bit because the original had some different audio so I just threw in some pyro ring announcer oh.
0: wait wait no no not that one not the kid pretending to be Roman Oh, okay. the, the one with Roman at ringside making oh, with the baby? mean eyes at the baby. Well, the no,
4: baby, no, no,
0: The baby was making mean eyes. Sorry, the baby. The was baby started. The baby absolutely. The started baby started. It. This popped up on my feed so many effing times. It was like <laughs> it was okay. I got news for you guys. I've been saying if you listen to GP you don't need to see that video. I've been telling you guys since the second that the WWE universe was welcomed back into arenas, Roman as a heel talks with everyone at ringside that is what he does even yeah. babies uh, um so yes I, the guys this isn't a huge shock to me um the the let me, let me ask you a question the as show's going to sell out just for babies to talk to uh, Roman. As, there'll be a whole crowd of babies true.
4: there'll be a whole crowd of newborns
0: now are you <laughs> a <S-G-> bunch of <laughs> infants at ringside <laughs> yeah. sgg is part of this story as part of this story are you also going to tell us the the sales for uh, the pay-per-view in London, in uh, whatchamacallit? Um, um, I, don't,
4: I don't have the sales numbers, Wales? but I don't have the sales numbers. Oh, I,
0: I have them, SUG. I,
4: but but um, presumably that's why they moved it, right? The s- ticket sales were a little bit slow for Money in the Bank.
0: So ticket sales were slow for Money in the Bank, which is, I, I was gonna say, I'm not surprised. I think it was overly ambitious to go back there for Money in the Bank, which, by the way, guys, I know everyone wants to say that Money in the Bank is one of the big four. I would like to clearly say it's one of the big four, Ajay's.
4: Well, yeah, it's definitely uh, one of the big four, AJ's, right? Because I, I feel like Survivor Series, I don't think Survivor Series would have done it. No, no, think... Survivor
0: Series is also, let me add it, Survivor Series, also big four, Ajay's, but but it's at least original.
4: Yeah, the, exactly. It's at least original. But I feel like SummerSlam could do it. Rumble could do it. Mania, obviously. Agreed
0: those it. are the three that could do it this was overly ambitious so it's it's you know listen I'm sure it didn't make anyone thrilled that they had to do this but it is what it is meanwhile clash at the castle September 3rd in Cardiff has sold 40,000 tickets in one week but so we I knew that they, <laughs> they hold like set it holds like 70 yeah I believe it but was it did 40 in a week so they will sell that probably my guess is they'll sell it out or come very close So... A mixed bag week. Well, not surprising that that it worked out this way. It
4: holds seventy, but it depends on what they what, how much they make available, right? Because if whatever if they sell all the tickets that they make available, then that's a sellout, regardless of if it doesn't reach like the magical number of as many people that you can squeeze in. Well,
0: yeah, but let's be honest; they cheat that. You can cheat that number, so it's oh not, yeah, of course, it's not actually a sellout. You can go, <laughs> we can go. Well, listen, if we if we can sell the tickets, it holds seventy. If
4: we can't if we can, sell the tickets, it holds forty nine. Exactly, <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we made fifty thousand dollars available. <laughs> Um, all right, what else, S.U.G.? And then, taking us right back to Vegas, uh, MJF and AEW, there was uh, some scuttlebutt uh, uh, surrounding the show. There was some Will He or Won't He Show Up. It was first reported, I believe, by Fightful that MJF missed a meet and greet that he was advertised for, that people <laughs> bought tickets for. Um, I believe it was reported that tickets were priced at $100. He just no-showed it. And they said that he was he was in one of the casinos playing the slots, which, I mean, got to say, probably a better use of his time. <laughs> and then it was reported by Fightful that he bought a flight out of Las Vegas. And then it was reported that he did not get on the flight. So it just, okay. All right. it, it okay. just caused okay. the whole... All right, Sean, was let's will, settle down. Will he or won't he show up? Um, he eventually did. The match went forward as planned, but um, it has people talking about the rumors that have been popping up surrounding AEW and Tony Khan for the past few weeks about him, you know, being unhappy with his contract status, wanting out, possibly wanting to go to WWE. Regardless of what happened, though, it made the match with Wardlow, which I'm sure we're going to get into um, when we talk about the pay-per-view, infinitely more interesting. So, kudos kudos to MJF. Work or not, he sold that pay-per-view. Or at least his match. Let me tell you something.
0: Okay. Go ahead.
5: If you're doing, you know, 25 cent slot machines, if you're playing penny slots just for fun and passing the time and drinking a little, fine. If you're dumping $20 a, a, a roll into a slot machine, yeah, you're there's something up. going on. There's something, <laughs> <laughs> something happening. Okay. I, c- I couldn't agree with you more. Okay. At least sit at the blackjack table. All right. And, and,
0: uh, and, and lose that way.
5: We'll dip. Thank you. <laughs> And lose that way.
0: Yeah, exactly. At least it lasts a little longer. But if you know, you're
5: it, doing a $20 spin, there's something up.
0: I am I right or am I wrong? You're, you're right. I mean, 100%. You, or
4: you, you just have it. You're feeling good. You're yeah. you trying so to force the money to pay you're, for that. You're, you're, right you're, also,
0: you're also distracting us from the most interesting wrestling story for the week. So, with all due respect, if you could shut the f- up so we could discuss this, I would really <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, it's one Go thing ahead for discuss. us. Um, Dipperstein can remain, uh, remain quiet on this subject, but I'll say this. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, God bless his soul is a, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, get ready for it. He's a professional wrestler. Okay. And I don't know if anyone's aware of this. He has been staying in character in basically everything he does all of the time. And then the second he does anything, Sean Ross Sapp and everyone else in the wrestling media go scrambling up and, and by the way, great. I am so glad that it happens because it's very interesting. I just find, let me just say this. I find the term smart wrestling fan to be overused. Let me just say that. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> A little overused. Specifically the part, the smart part. <laughs> that, specifically that part. And I loved, by the way, it was so brilliant. Sug, you alluded to it. It made the Wardlow match much more meaningful, and he was the first person out. It's basically a middle finger to the quote unquote smart fans who think wow. they know what's going on. And he I'll t- starts the show, and I'll say this: it was too. amazing.
4: I'll say this too. You you said you know MJF is a pro wrestler. He's working. I like it best when I get worked. I like. I know that you're gonna say I'm a mark and blah blah blah. I show up for the work. I show up to say, damn, is he is he we is he do. is he hurt? Damn, is he upset? Like, there. is yep. I show up for the work? So when I see the report that MJF might not show up, that made you
0: want. Is that the reason
4: you watch the paper? That he and that he might want out, and then he shows up and he has like this look on his face, like he doesn't want to be there. I'm like. Ring the damn bell because this match is going to be like the hook. I, I'm hooked that right there. So you can say, speaking of hooked, you can say, you know, we're marks and blah blah blah, but that's what I show up for. I well, show listen, up Hold on, hold work.
0: on, but you have to, you have to understand. I'm, I'm making fun of a separate thing here as a fan. I'm not making fun of you for being worked. You're right. You're damn right. That's what makes it fun. Now it was funny to me to watch a lot of people on wrestling Twitter, turn around and be like, ha He got y'all. I'm like, you are y'all. What are you yeah, talking I'm about? Y'all. He got everybody. He got me. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I guess what I think is, is what I'm more poking a little bit of fun at, even though I get it, everyone has to write the stories they write. This is one of those things that like when you hear, um, when you hear like uh, Bruce Pritchard, for example, crush, he loves to crush dirt sheet writers. The reason he crushes them is because they believe whatever words are told to them on the phone by a wrestler. Like, whoever it is that's leaking information, they just go, okay, cool, that's a story. And in real journalism, one source being like, here's what's happening, that's not enough to go as a full story. But in wrestling, it's like, I got it. I'm out of here. And listen, but to your point, the upside of that is... It ends up then being pervasive throughout the wrestling community, and what we get, what we got, which is a much more exciting match. Because let's be honest, we all knew the way the Wardlow match was going. The the brilliance right. of this is that MJF and Tony Connor, whoever, they ended up adding intrigue to a match that we've all known. The eventually, the point of this whole story was for Wardlow to go over. Exactly. So it it gave us. It made it meaningful. And let's just give credit where credit is due to young Maxwell Jacob Friedman and to Wardlow. I don't want to take, not give him credit. They have succeeded in getting Wardlow to the point of being a star. It worked. He's here now.
4: You use the exact right word to intrigue because, you know, me and Dip are are of two minds with this. Like, I don't mind spoilers because at the end of the day, they have to execute it. I don't mind predictable because again, they have to still execute it. And I think the magic is in the execution. And yeah, they added just enough intrigue to the match that even though we knew Wardlow, the whole point was for Wardlow to go over and become officially an AEW superstar, that intrigue was there for for people who, even though it was a predictable result, to be able to enjoy it.
0: Um, Dip, what was the crowd's reaction like in person when MJS Music hit?
5: It was good. It was on fire. It was people were to be completely honest with you. People were still trickling
0: in at that time. Um, uh, by the way, so, smart, smart people to not get there that early because let me tell you, the show went a little on the long side. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
5: Um, but yeah, no people people went crazy. I'll tell you right now. I you know I was there and it, it was it was a, a lot of fun. The pay per view it seemed long only because like.
4: Well, it was as long. Yeah. But but it's cuz it was long. Some
5: some parts of the show the crowd went crazy and some parts they were not they were not going crazy at all. And it was dead and people went to the bathroom and people were silent and people weren't into it. They but here's the thing, they put the pressure on themselves to to make, you know, to have the crowd react in every way to every moment the way they should to the MJF situation. So, you know, there was a big You know, there was like two or three good matches in the beginning and then there was a lull. And then, you know, an hour later, like, you know, the, the, you know, House of Black came out and the place went nuts. And then, you know, I mean, we can go through each match individually and I could tell you sort of if the crowd was hot or not, but, um, I will tell you overall as a pay-per-view, I'm not sure you're going to get wrestling like that ever anywhere else. I mean, that the, the, some of the, the matches were so explosively well done and so exciting that. I mean, it was like the House of Black match was heart stopping
0: wrestling. I mean, um, SG, do was. you want to you want to ground us? I mean, well, was, yeah, it, I, was it was in it in not heart stopping wrestling?
4: That. The, the the House of Black match was great. The MJF Wardlow, I enjoyed Anarchy in the Arena, where we get to it, ten out of ten. But I mean, you know, we're, that we're not going to get wrestling. that's the like, I was uh, trying it.
0: Jericho, uh, I was trying to get some Jericho Society.
5: Yeah. I was trying to get some Santana blood on me, or some Ortiz blood. <laughs> I was leaning in to get some blood splatter, but, uh, <laughs> but I failed. I failed. But, but I was I, very close to to the to the action for that. To one. say
4: to say that we're not going to get wrestling like that anywhere else, though, we're going to get wrestling like that everywhere else. Because, like you said, they had some good matches. Nope. They had some lows. No, yeah, you will. You won't. You won't get nope. the anarchy in the arena, specifically that style of match. But in terms of the pacing of the show and the highs and the lows, you get that everywhere.
0: I mean, everywhere. I mean, okay. I wouldn't say everywhere. Okay. That's it. I'd mean, say you can get it in WWE. I don't know if you're gonna get it anywhere much much other places.
4: I mean, that's true. That's true. Because like the Jade the risk the Jade, taking that took, the, the Jade and a Jay, the Jade and a J match is not special. No, the women's no. own heart match I don't think any of the women's matches actually were that special, and that's gonna sound disrespectful of me to say, but it's the truth. So um, you're allowed to
5: say that? People were dead for the people were dead for the Serena Deeb uh, Thunder Rosa match.
4: Jeff Hardy let the let us down because the Young Bucks did their damnedest to make make something out of that, and Matt Hardy too. But I mean,
0: it was disappointing that Jeff
4: didn't show up to work.
0: So is that, so, so I was in and out, obviously the Celtics were playing in game seven. So congratulations, I had, by the way, thank you very much. As my Boston Celtics go on to try to win their 18th NBA championship, but I wasn't, uh, so I had the game on with volume and then I had the pay-per-view on a small computer. So I was in and out until later in the show. Um, fortunately the pay-per-view went on for another six hours after the basketball game ended,
4: by the way, um, that was Tony Khan's plan too, which I think. Because he said something about, like, if there's a game seven, we have a plan for how we're going to pace the show. So it was just like, you just knew that the best matches were going to be structured around the, <laughs> around the game. Like, they were going to start off because they had that half hour before the game. And then after the game, they were going to go step on the gas. And then probably during halftime, they were going to give us some heat. And then the
0: rest of it was going to be... Tougher th- I just wonder with, when people do stuff like that, how many people were watching the entire basketball game till 11... 11- And then saying, I think I'm going to go buy the pay-per-view and watch the last hour right now. I I don't know how many people do that.
4: I don't know either. But I know that during the event, though, they were tweeting out, like with every tweet AEW sent out, it was like, there's still time to order the pay-per-view with a link. And I'm like, the main event has started. You're going to say there's still time to order the pay-per-view?
0: Well, technically there is. Um, Yeah, so I, I was in and out throughout, so I didn't get. I didn't see exactly what happened. Jeff Hardy just wasn't physically there.
4: He was, he was sloppier than usual. And he, he came out, he looked a little out of it. I don't want to speculate. I'm just going to say that he, he didn't look to be performing at his best.
0: And Judd was there. Co- Judd, my, that's my friend who was here this weekend. <laughs> Dipperstein, uh, another small Jewish man. Was that the feeling in the arena? Was that something was up with Jeff? No. Just not good. I mean, it wasn't. It just
5: wasn't an exciting. It wasn't. That was my most anticipated match of the night, and I, it did not, in my opinion, deliver on what you would want. I, you know, everyone thought it would be. Everyone thought it was going to be wild with the Young Bucks and the Hardy Boys. Come on! But um, again, it was. It was a very exciting night of wrestling. Um. But you know, like I, I think I will agree with SGG on the on the lulls that he just described.
0: <laughs> um. Why did they have the you know, Thunder Rosa? The, the, the Thunder Rosa Serena Deeb just had no heat leading into it at all. There was here, no I'll juice. go through it right
5: now. I why not? I'll go through it right now. MJF Wardlow hot as can, was hot as can be, obviously. Young Bucks and yeah. the Hardys, not great. Uh, Jade Cargill Anna Jay was a dead as a doornail.
4: I will say, though, Stoke, yep. Stokely and Jade is a great combo, but Jade has too many people around her. If she's going to have Stokely, she can get rid of Smart Mark. And the baddies, uh, and the baddies
0: need there to was be... Like,
5: there was like one little, the Ember Moon thing was like, of course, everyone went crazy for it, but I mean, I give Volt and Emel, I mean, I just, another, they sign every,
0: they, listen, they, they are bringing, WWE star. if you, if you were, if WWE.com once listed you as, as they're bringing you in. They are bringing you yeah, in. I mean, and Ember's very, ta- Ember's F- very talented, but do they have, are they going to be able to put her in and make her work at this point? Like, how many different, it just seems like they sign everybody. They do need Ember
4: Moon, though, because, like, oh, Athena, I'll say. They do need Athena because the women's division needs talent. And they need talent to work as the people that can put on good matches. But Athena's problem is not her in-ring talent. It's the other stuff that makes a pro wrestler. And I think The intangibles. that's Yeah. And if they leave her to her own devices, I think that she's going to suffer more than... Like, you know what I mean? Once the honeymoon phase is over... And it it fizzles out. Like, uh, is she going to be able to go on the mic? Is she going to be able to have a good look? Is she going to be able to do all those other things? And and that's where they need to worry about um, Athena. But that she's on the roster is a plus because the women's division needs it. But we we just got to see what they do. All right, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. By the way, I forgot. I forgot to
5: Hookhausen versus Tony Nies and Smart Mark. That was this was a lot of fun. People obviously went crazy for Hook. I mean he's he's the man he was also on my flight on the way home he's a great guy i'm kidding he was his head was buried in his phone the whole time um um the the death triangle house of black match buddy murphy's physicality at this point buddy matthews like,
4: you got you keep calling these people by their e-name you gotta get you gotta okay. get you gotta get the elite I'll, names out
5: hey guess what i'll call them whatever i want
4: um,
5: <laughs> That match, that match was incredible in every way. The crowd was going insane. Brody King is in better shape than he's ever been. Alistair Black looks amazing, <laughs> and like it, it was just a. These are the like six of the greatest wrestlers on earth, earn, on earth, and they showed everyone what they had. Okay, so that I mean that match was an A plus, no question. The Samoa Joe Adam Cole match was was deadsville completely, and I mean the only. I, I'm sorry, I, lo- I do I really do like Adam Cole, but the most exciting moment in an Adam Cole match these days is when he goes boom in the beginning. Okay, and yeah, it's it's
4: it's true. Like he doesn't look like a wrestler. He lost his explosiveness, and I, I'll say this too about the Owen Hart Memorial Cup matches: either Adam Cole and Britt should not have been wearing pink and black, or Joe and Ruby Soho should have been wearing pink and black. Because I feel like. Cole and Britt coming out in pink and black telegraphed the whole yeah. thing, and it just made it like, of course they built this whole tournament I, around. To be honest with them the, as a I, f- couple,
5: I think that they it should have been non-main eventers in this tournament. You know, make it sort of people who need screen time. It didn't need to be the main eventers of the show, Britt Baker and Adam Cole and all the A list people. It should have been the tournament should have been all of the sort of B and C listers who you only see on Elevation and Dark, who like needed a shot to like shine at a pay-per-view that's what this
4: should have been does that really like is that worthy of owen hart though like up-and-comers
5: i i I, that's such a marky thing to say i don't even know i sure no i I don't know who cares whatever it should they should have put someone over for this not Britt baker Britt baker is the biggest female wrestler in the company she needed to win the tournament.
4: No, she. Did, I, I agree. She didn't need to win the tournament. But I mean, no,
0: I, 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 I didn't. like. Can I be honest? I, I didn't watch the, the matches. I just saw the presentation. I, I this is. How do I say this? I know that we're supposed to just like whatever they do with Martha Hart because it's it's Owen's wife and we know how she feels about WWE. And so it's great that something's being done. The whole thing feels very, like, it's very much like a, hey, look, not moral high ground, but like, we're the good guys. Look at us, we're the good guys. And the whole thing was long and drawn out, and there's no connection. Like, that's the part that bothers me. Like, I understand how things went, and I, I really will not speak on the personal relationship of Martha Hart and WWE. I'm just saying, for me, all of it feels like this shouldn't be happening here. It just doesn't make sense. It just like, I don't care. I don't care the way I should. Like, uh, Brett wasn't there. You know, there's, it wasn't, it just didn't, it feels fine. But it doesn't feel like what it would mean, of course, if it was there. And I'm not saying that makes it, um, that makes Martha Hart wrong for wanting to do it this way. Do it however you see fit. I'm just telling you, for me as a fan, it doesn't hit the way it should. Considering how much I love Owen Hart, it doesn't hit me like that.
4: And I'll say, too, to your point about the presentation, there there definitely was a disconnect with them leaning so heavily into the pink and black theme and the aesthetic and, like, the belts are pink and black, Cole and Britter pink and black. And then whenever they show Owen Hart, because they don't have access to any of that footage, he never appears in pink and black. So it's like even Owen Hart, they connected two eras that they really can't, because of that
0: disconnect, right? And so that, well, no, no. And what that does is that enhances the feeling that I have, right? It, it gives you like it's even less of a connection. So I also just, I just also be honest, it was too much for a pay per view. Like it was too long. They take these. We complain after every pay per view, and again, this was a good show, and, and with a lot, with a bunch of good matches, and it clearly had the attention of the wrestling world. Not knocking that whatsoever, but the number one complaint we have about all their pay per views is they're too long. And then whenever I watch the pay per view, it's like they're choosing to make them too long over and over again. Like they do. Th- like why couldn't this have been on regular TV? This was a dynamite segment. This was a dynamite segment. That's absolutely this what was. it was. You know, or you could have done a special rampage where the whole episode was just the finals. Like there were so many ways to do this where you didn't have to add an extra half hour to the pay per view. Forty five minutes, whatever it was. Um, but anyways, I digress. Uh, guys, we have a lot to the get to. The belts that weeks. they
4: got look beautiful, though.
0: The the belts. Yeah. The belts look nice yeah the belts were not the bad. belts did, the belts did look nice. uh, by the way I'm sorry I mean shoemaker pointed this out in our group chat though how, m- how many belts are you gonna have we- oh, within 80s. the p- I,
5: I that was one of my criticisms. I'm sorry not to interrupt <laughs> that was one of my criticisms of the show every single time someone walked out they held a the belt up Scorpio Sky has a belt this one has a belt
4: everyone's having a belt well the at least Scorpio Sky's belt is a belt that is defended <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. No, hey, everyone man's has multi- a belt. Man's well, hands- with a belt. With unre- there, there are belts being presented that aren't represented in this company. It's just a belt, a belt, a belt, a belt, a belt. This is not, this is the thing I don't understand about Tony Khan. He's like a wrestling historian who knows his ish. Everyone says that, they, that he absolutely knows this. How does he not look up and go, oh my God, I can't have everyone coming out with a belt. It, it ruins the belt that matters or two or three that matter. So crazy. Um, anyways, how was the, the, the one thing I did not get to because I eventually fell asleep um, just before the main event, and now I have to go back and watch it. How was the main event? For a person who is not the biggest CM Punk
5: mark on earth, it was a very solid wrestling match. Hangman Page looks amazing. The aesthetic of the two of them in the ring together looks like a good, fair fight. It had a big fight <laughs> feel in person, for sure. Okay. But the match was a good average match. With some false finishes and this and that, you know, uh, something was going on with CM Punk's knee. Um, you know, the, the buckshot lariat, he attempted twice and failed, and it was a shoot. So it, it was very, very odd. He flipped over the thing and, like, he flipped over the ropes to do the buckshot lariat on Hangman and and had to—and froze, so that mm. was a, that was a, everyone was like looking at each other for that. And then he, uh, he did a little shoot segment after he won the title where he was like, that's the last time I ever tried to do a buckshot. Larry."
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I heard him say, mention that. That's right.
5: But, but all, all in all, it was, a, I mean, it was a good title match for sure. It just wasn't, you know, it didn't feel, I'm not a big CM Punk guy. So for me, I was like, I wish this were somebody else. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, now but th- all in all, all in all, it was, it was a good, it was a good main event. It had a big fight feel. There was, pe- the, the crowd was on its feet
0: for sure. The real question, the real question is going to be, does, how, what does this title mean now that CM Punk has it? That's, that's what this is all, that's what we want to know. I mean, I think, listen, it immediately yeah,
4: ahead, means correct. more now that CM Punk has it than it did when Adam Page had it.
0: Which, which I just do like say. though. That, that bums me out though. Cause I just feel like, I feel like Hangman's an awesome talent. So it does sort of bum me out a bit. Well, here's the here's the thing
4: though, right? It's like, and you can trace it back to when Jericho first became the champion. Somebody gets the title and then people, the fantasy immediately becomes, okay, and then how do we get this off of him? What's the next? And then they win the championship story. So as soon as Adam Page got it, people were looking at who could take it off of him. And uh, it wasn't Bryan, it wasn't Cole, it ended up being Punk. But I think if it was any one of those guys, because for whatever reason... Adam Page's reign didn't click that people would have been happy so it being on Punk makes it infinitely more interesting just because Adam Page never he never you know he never got it in gear he just he had it it was a good feel good story to cap off his his feud with Kenny Omega but then there wasn't anything I just don't
0: I I just don't think they had a plan in place for what to do with him as you know making someone champion is a big thing and it's awesome but then you got to be prepared for what they're going to do to make it continue to be meaningful. And they didn't have that. Um, so They expected the goodwill
4: to carry further than it did.
0: Right. So we shall before,
4: see. Before we move off of the pay-per-view, though, yes. we, we have to talk about anarchy in the arena. I mean, we just have to. Because that, to me, was the match that should have closed the show. Mm. I know Dip, Dip said that Punk and Page was a good average match, and I'll agree. But not good average main event match it's not the match that should have closed the show it should have been anarchy in the arena and there were so many moments that i thought were fun innovative like did you see brian danielson using the hard cam as a weapon bashing, i didn't
0: see that yeah he was,
4: he, the, he was bashing homeboys face into the hard cam and they used that angle to show it happening <laughs> i thought that was great
0: and he keeps, by the way daniel Bryan's look in general to brian danielson's look in general was awesome He's yeah. never looked like that once, ever in life. He looked completely, when he, did you guys do a Everyone double take? Everyone saying that. Yeah, it was like, oh my God, look at him. It, it was a little <laughs> yeah. thing that makes a huge difference.
4: Yeah, and speaking of little things that I thought made a huge difference, you know, the fact that Wild Thing played in the arena until Jericho broke the soundboard, 10 out of 10 for me. It was singing. great. It was
5: bizarre. in, in <laughs> People are fighting around us or whatever. There's blood and guts everywhere, and the music is blasting in everyone's ears. And everyone's like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> what is Jericho, going on here? When
4: Jericho um, finally breaks the soundboard and stops the music, I'm like, you know what? 10 out of 10 for the music playing the whole time.
0: How, wait, how long did it play for? It, five It five played for minutes? a while, yeah. It yeah, played it long awesome.
4: enough that it, 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 it cycled back to the beginning and came back in and it played. Oh, that's mage. Um, Eddie Kingston his Ortiz, ass Ortiz. No, sorry, throughout the then. arena, ten out of ten. I, I feel like Eddie Kingston got his ass kicked through so many different spots in the concourse that Tony Khan needs to pay T-Mobile Arena so that he can put up a plaque that just says Eddie Kingston was here getting his ass beat with a QR <laughs> with a QR code that people can scan and see the moments where Eddie Kingston was getting his ass beat in that same spot, just because it was that fun. Um, yeah, good match though. Good solid match. Should have been the main event.
0: SUG, I'd like to take this moment on the podcast to say I appreciate, and I think our audience will too, your analysis of this pay per view. Well, thank you. thank <laughs> you. I'm I'm, enjoy- I, I'm enjoy- And by the way, and, and for the most part, it seems like I'm not saying you're rating it an all time great pay per view, but it sounds like you at least enjoyed yourself.
4: Well, to you know, I, I watched what I knew I was gonna like, and then I liked the show. <laughs> Oh, by the way,
0: that's what we all should do. I I watched
4: what I knew I was going to like, and that was it. So, yeah, 10 10 out of 10 for this match, and a good show
1: from me. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water. all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the
0: Hotels.com app. Let's get to the WWE of it all. Um, As hell in a cell is this Sunday, and I'm all, you know... What's I don't know what's the word? What's the word when um a, when a Jewish person is all uh you know filled vaklempt? with? I'm not veclamped. It's like I'm 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 in a tizzy. Oh, uh, I'm all over the place.
4: I want to say <laughs> but discombobulated, but I don't think that's Yiddish. No, it's not Yiddish. You're looking for a good Yiddish word for this moment.
0: I'm looking for the right Yiddish. Uh, listen, I've got a lot of Mishigas to deal with. Okay, there's a lot of Mishigas. <laughs> because I have to. I have a, a WWE project that's being done next week, which I'll, I'll tell everyone about soon. I think they're announcing it shortly, so it, it'll be out soon. They I haven't, haven't did, yet, so,
5: but they me. have not yet.
0: So I can, but, um, I have to get back immediately to work on that. So I'm leaving Sunday after the kickoff show, which is not something I normally do. Like I'm basically going, lean, going from the arena straight to the airport and getting out great, awesome plan. And then I find out that game two of the NBA finals will also be at that exact time. And I don't hey. think United, United, United doesn't have televisions, does it? Yeah, they do. The United, they,
4: United United have the app.
0: they have that app that they make you watch stuff on. Yeah, but on isn't it only phone. like movies and stuff? I think so. Or, Dip, you think some of the planes have live TV?
5: Let me tell you something about the NBA finals. <laughs> Someone's going to win. Someone's <laughs> going <laughs> to lose. <laughs> There's
0: nothing that. you can do. <laughs> okay. I love that Dip always says that as if he can control the outcome of wrestling matches. Someone controls it. Someone it's, right, control- right, by, it's by, not you. somebody. It's not you. You don't get to control you co- I control the Celtics Warriors as much as you control Punk Hangman. But I'm tr- but somebody's controlling it. It's controllable.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's know, not controllable by Hangman and CM Punk. Isn't it? Somebody funny? is
0: controlling them. I, I love but I love this angle from Dip because what Dip loves about wrestling is exactly what people who hate wrestling use as a reason to hate it. They're like, it's not competition. And Dip's like, yeah, I know. That's what makes it good. <laughs> because exactly. who needs stupid competition? It means nothing anyway. Give me a good show. Yeah. Exactly. This at least means enter you know, entertainment. Guarantee you know, the, the NBA finals. I mean, dude, by the way, no better year to say this than this year where there have been out of the last 30 playoff games, four that were good. Literally the rest, everyone was a dud. Every single every,
5: every Every three months, there's the NBA playoffs. I feel like I'm watching the NBA playoffs every <laughs> three months. So it's, I'm, it's crazy.
0: There are a lot more pay-per-views than NBA playoffs. Let me just let me it's just say It's
5: crazy. Kevin Hussey, Kevin Hussey calls me. He says, oh, we're going to watch the playoffs at my house. I said, we, we were just there a couple months ago watching the playoffs. How long are uh, these playoffs? He goes, oh, no, it's the next playoffs. I said, what are you talking about?
0: Troy weighs Troy Troy in and says, interesting coming from Dip, who's a huge UFC fan. Pretty competitive to me. I love
5: um, when people are beating each other up. Did you watching. see the Gervonta Davis knockout? I did not yet. Um, pretty Actually, mage. It's so a pretty mage knock.
0: He's become pretty mage, Gervonta Davis. If is there else something going on?
5: Guy. Is there something going on there? Yeah,
0: there's something going on. Oh, there's something going on. Um, all right. So last night's RAW. The main thing people are talking about is the Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins promo in which Seth, really sort of talked about AEW in the most direct way so far. Yeah. Um, when he said essentially you and your friends, you and your little friends, you and your little friends try to destroy everything I'm building here. And then you failed and you ran back here. Uh and I believe the other line was you can't de- you can't try to destroy the throne and then come back and sit in it. Something like yeah. that. Come back and take it from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. He leaned right yeah. into it it was nice I, uh, it was something it was it was a little something uh, Listen,
4: and, you, and you knew that seth got the best of cody because right after seth said that cody went to the one thing we all go to when we losing the war of words mm, let's
0: fight fight, fight me exactly. so yeah so fight me right now um exactly. and, and actually i i enjoyed their little uh you know scrap around the arena yesterday it was uh it was done it was done in a way that seemed real and cool um I'm excited for this match. I didn't know if I could be excited for Cody and Seth for a third time. But to me, this one does feel like the most meaningful. It's it's built the right way. This is the proper blow-off.
4: Yeah, they somehow managed to up the ante, even though there's no reason for Seth to get another crack at Cody because he lost the last two.
0: Um, So I enjoyed that segment quite a bit. I also enjoyed uh, the Omos, Bobby, uh, MVP of it all, Mishigas. That ended with Bobby spearing Omos through a table. And we're going to get MVP with Omos against Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. And I personally, guys, believe that this is yet another step towards what I predicted on this very program, which is we will get MVP versus Bobby Lashley. This seems like yet another step closer, no?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's becoming more and more clear as MVP. They're sliding him into it, and then they're sliding Omos, not to the side, but MVP is going to have to answer for his own crimes at some point.
0: (laughs) Now, the actual Hell in a Cell matches for this event, is it just one? Yes, so far. It's just Cody and
4: Seth. How do you guys feel about that? Honestly, I feel good about that. It's it's a shame that the whole pay per view is, you know, called Hell in a Cell, because then that, you know, all of the matches should probably be in the cell or worthy of the cell. But this is the one that's worthy of the cell. This is the one that gets the cell. They're in the cell. I'll,
5: I'll you tell know you how about, I feel about Hell in a Cell these days. No yeah, blood. It means nothing. No, I mean, no, no, there's no blood. There is nothing.
0: By the way, if you, if you if you don't get any here, I just want to be clear. If you don't get any blood out of Cody at Hell in a Cell you basically know you're never going to get it again.
5: Yeah. We're not you're getting it. You you're know, we getting deal- the blood. You know you're dealing but with the a The cell is man. red. <laughs> the cell's red. They're never going to show a visual where there's red blood and a red cell.
0: It won't look right. <laughs> I don't know if that's logical. I, anyway, I, I, I know what not. you're saying. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true. I think it could look great. Who knows? But Seth and Cody are two guys who you think would be willing to do basically anything in there. So if they don't, uh yeah it's never it's never coming back um they don't climb have
5: up to sell it really anymore like they used to they don't use the cell anymore it's not as violent as it always was it's just not hell in a cell is not uh it's not hell it's just a couple of guys in a cell
0: the the card right now is cody and seth bianca oscar becky bobby omas and mvp the the bottom half of this card, though, Ezekiel and Kevin Owens. Um, listen, they'll they'll Eze- all be good. Ezekiel they'll is all- over like a rover right now. Yeah, I don't know. But I shouldn't be surprised because Elias was too. Are people? Che- are, do you really feel people are, it's over like rover? You feel that one? Yeah,
5: I do. I think Ezekiel is over. Agreed. Wow. I think KO has done an amazing job sort of making this feel like something.
0: Yes. Well, that is a great point. Because he's a great, great, great guy. No, he credit where credit is due. You're right. Like his anger about him has made it matter. Um, honestly, the what could be the best wrestling match of the night is Theory and Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Mustafa in, Ali is definitely walking out with that United States championship, right?
0: I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. I I think it's an opportunity for him to become more meaningful. Um it's 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 in front of his home crowd. Um, he just came back. Title on the line. I don't think it means he's going to win it, though. Nor do I think it means he has to win it. I just he needs to th- listen. By the way, has Mustafa Ali had a pay per view match before singles?
4: I would have to check, but I believe he has. He's didn't been, he have? He didn't he have um something against Buddy Murphy?
0: That that sounds right. Um, trying to see if I can figure it out. There's an article here saying he wants more of them, more pay-per-view matches. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um we'll see. He's 36 years old. Oh, he's over the hill. He's an the Cocker. <laughs> he looks great. Get him his um, arm card. Do you care about the Finn AJ Live versus the Judgment Day? I I I just like to say, guys, my hot take is I don't think this. Rivalry they set up for the judgment day has felt meaningful or like it's doing anything for them when when did Finn Balor become the mensch of the sench by the way
5: he's so much better as a terrible guy than a great guy Don't you, think? you, you don't like him
0: as a Mench of as the
5: a sench? Gr- as a great guy no I like him as a terrible guy you know <sighs> he doesn't need to be the foil for a, 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 a trio of terrible guys He's not the right foil for to be the great guy.
0: By the way, I, but, and I don't think AJ is either. I, no. I don't think... AJ's I, not that much of a babyface.
5: Like, he's just no. not. No, he's a natural, natural terrible guy.
0: Yeah, pers- I agree.
4: Personality-wise, I agree with you both. But what, what they do have is that they have that babyface moveset. That makes it. That makes do. it great. They oh, oh, are... yeah, The moves. Yeah, that those high flying mm. moves. That the that ability to look like they're taking an ass kicking that could get any heel over. I think that's what makes them the perfect foil for Edge in this moment where his team needs to look destructive and diabolical. You send in the guys who can take the beatings the best. That's AJ and Finn.
5: Um, here's what I'll say: They should have Tommaso Ciampa finally join the Judgment Day and then have them feud against the Bloodline. That's what I'd like to see. You need faction versus faction. That's right. Okay. So that to me is an interesting pairing. But thro- three wrestlers thrown together for no reason, just se- because they're seemingly for the moment great guys, does not make them a faction. The fact the throwing together of factions is one of the worst things in wrestling in the modern era of wrestling. You well, can't just throw people together. They need to have a common purpose, a common a common need and want
0: besides well, just who, an enemy common enemy. who
4: doesn't have a common need and want yeah common besides a common enemy because they do have a common enemy but i, I feel like finn and aj they the, with the bullet club connection that made sense live being added to it it doesn't make sense no it stretch doesn't. that's it does. not
0: what
5: they're focused on
0: no because it it's it not it, but, but they it, too
4: they too sweet every time you see them that's, that's just coincidence but, but, but
0: okay but okay but but to dip's point though if you're going to do that then lean into it a little more make that yeah, like yeah. really the thing then
4: yeah. Put put on the shirts. Like, you know, let's, make, let's makes, give us make some shirts, give them an official name. But the problem with that is they've done but the it, club it, thing to death though. Like AJ had a club, Finn had a club. They were separate clubs and now you put them together and that's another club. You know what? They, they yeah, already okay. went to that Here's, well.
5: You've answered your We've we've come back around to my point. OK, forgetting Liv Morgan, put AJ Styles, Finn Balor and bring back Alec Gallison, and Anderson and do like make them the, like a bullet club, have them wear the same shirts, have them talk the same way, have them have a common purpose, have them have a the common feel. And then they can feud with Judgment Day or feud with the bloodline. That's wrestling. That's week to week wrestling. OK, intrigue as to wh- what's going to happen I, with factions.
0: I think stories? you're 100 percent right. I, I think in this case you are 100 percent right. I don't. There's something that feels just random when, when you look at the listing of this match you see a unit edge Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley that you see a unit up against just three people I, I just don't like that I don't I don't like that it's just three people I don't understand their association either um but listen maybe this is a starter kind of feud for the judgment day and then they're just going to move on to something else but my guess I, is that
5: I, the, my, my prediction is judgment day isn't going to last much longer that's my prediction
4: ooh, that's bald
5: I think that Damian Priest eventually turns on Edge and then Edge puts over Damian Priest. That's my prediction.
0: Well, I that, that, I I think that's a logical prediction. I wonder when that would I don't know if that would be soon though. I would think they milk yeah, this for a while.
4: I don't think they would be so, so. Especially, especially I like think it. about Think about RK-Bro, right? As soon as they formed, we were like, when's the moment that Riddle's going to turn on Randy or Randy's going to turn on Riddle? Well, it started they,
5: working, Greg. That's why they kept they it
4: went, they, Exactly my point, Dip. That's exactly my point. There's nothing which, wrong with that. If, if, if
5: Judgment Day to me is, is I like it. I mean, I, I don't I don't love it, but I like it. You know, I, I hope they keep it going and they give them more of a... I, they, by the way, they all have, they get the look down, they have the music down, they change their gear, they've done things. The last thing they're missing is a a common enemy, truly one. DX hated Vince McMahon. The ministry wanted to take down Stone Cold Steve Austin. The NWO wanted to take down many people, but one person at different times. So yes, they need to if AJ Styles is gonna be that person, fine. Let him reform the official bullet club and have it be Judgment Day versus Bullet Club. Something like that.
4: Yeah, but that's but a just different conversation th- than saying that Judgment Day is not gonna be around for a long time. I think they'll be around for a while. I'm not I know I was making a different point than that point.
0: I'm just well, saying let's, like, see, let's look. that's listen, how I'd like to see it play out. None of us know if it's going to work out. I, I I think it still could. I don't think there's a ton of intrigue here, and I assume they just easily sort of go over. Um I just I don't know.
5: Like, if this were the Survivor Series back in the day, and they threw together AJ Styles, Liv Morgan, and Damian Priest, it'd be like, okay, well, it's the Survivor Series, and they all have, they all hate individually each other, so that's fine. But presenting a faction that is thrown together just to make a triple threat pay-per-view match, in my opinion, is just not compelling television.
4: Six-man tag, but same point. Six-man,
5: I meant. It's not, it's just not compelling. But, you know, that's just me.
2: M-m-m-m-m-m-m-mail.
0: Uh, Jewish JR and the Diamond Trader Dip. Jewish JR, Diamond Dip, and SUG. On a recent trip to New York City, I decided to take the plunge. I brought my wife with me to the Diamond District to show her where I got her engagement ring and bought a sweet, sweet vintage Art Deco kiddish cup. The stores on West 47th are crowded with men ribbing each other in a mix of English and Yiddish while pretending to do business. It was here, while trying to track down Mendy, the silver trader, that it hit me. The missing link to the dip persona, a signature Yiddishism, to the canon of mage, ajace, and great guy. I humbly submit, zai hmm. Not familiar? It can mean farewell, be well, and be, and be healthy, and get real. For example, look at these schlubs eating cinnamon raisin bagels with cream cheese. They're Jewish ajace, zai gazon. I was never been a Zygezunt guy. Zygezunt. I've never I've never said Zygezunt in my life. You never said hey. it once? Never in my life. Never did your, I don't did know. Did my, your parents I, ever say it? You never I'm heard not. of Zygezunt? No. Wow. Some things about you shock me. Some I gotta tell you. My, my my I don't my parent my mom actually speaks Yiddish, but she doesn't just use Yiddish in language. Like she doesn't just throw it around. She's not that Jewy. My I mom know, I My know. mom's actually fluent in Yiddish, but she will not just go Zygezunt. She doesn't do that. Like, <laughs> It was the house it was the <laughs> language of her family, but it's not they don't use Yiddish loosely in my house like that. Where's your mom from again? Okay. My mom's from Poland. Well, she was born in a DP camp in Germany, but but she her family's Polish. Um, SGG, you <laughs> think OMAS would work a better big man style with than Wardlow? Zygesund. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it again, Zip? Zygesund. Zygezund. Yeah. G- it's not a bad submission. No, no, I, I, I like I, it. Would be a new. I, I would have to adopt
5: it in a real way, Zygażunt.
0: But, well, you know it, uh, but you just, know, but you know, what, you know what it is. We are we actually already have one. It, it, there is a Zygażunt. It's good night and good luck.
5: Yeah, I'm more of a, like an Oiga-Voltenhemel guy than I am a Zygażunt guy. Well,
0: they're different you
5: know, I, I, Or I'd much do an Ojvezmir than, than a i
0: I've never heard oive with Zmir on the end. What? Never either. I, I mean, well, I don't know great. where I would, but. Oy vey, I've heard never Oy vey, vey is mere. No, people say something beyond Oy vey. Yes, Oy vey, yeah. Izmir. Never heard that in my life.
4: <laughs>
5: wow, <laughs> so uh, funny. It's it, Jews from different parts of the country who grew up in different areas have different y- Yiddish words that they latch on to. It, it really is. It's very. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird that I think for your family, you never heard. You, yeah, sorry. Your family's from a really Jewish part of New York. Where my every, mother's my mother's side is, yeah. Where everyone was saying this stuff all the time. My well, are from Brooklyn. My, you know. my dad's family's from Brooklyn, but they were barely Jewish at all. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's family's from actually from Europe, and they spoke Yiddish as their native language. Where what part of Brooklyn is your father from? Um. Are we about to find out they're y'all cousins? No. No. Um, Although it's possible. We're very it's similar. Po- Peter. See, let me ask my dad. I forget what neighborhood it is. is. Um, what
5: Jew doesn't know what part of Brooklyn they their family?
0: I don't think it's a, he, it's not, what it's not this? Brownsville. It's not, it's not, you know, East New York. It's not, it's not one of those. It's Are we like, about to find out
4: that your families had beef? <laughs> is that what's going on?
5: They're like West Side Story.
4: Oh, Brooklyn beef.
5: <laughs> I, I doubt it. Um, we're East New York people. So just seeing so you know.
0: But yeah, it's just, just the, the Yiddish thing is not a, it's not a huge thing in my house. And now it's even less because Natalie doesn't even know what a Yiddish is. Like, it means That's nothing so, to her. Isn't that wild? It means nothing. I, I mean, yeah. But I mean, when you think about it, it's pretty logical. I mean, it's, it, it does make sense. One is from one experience and the other one doesn't have it at all. My, my
5: grandfather just taught me every word there was, used it every in every conversation, still does. I mean, it's it's something I've been living with my whole life. It's very interesting.
0: Fascinating. I, I, you, what about the Gevold, what about in Hemel like Gavolt And no, Hemel, my, my, you say I, like, I never, never heard. heard o, I never heard Oiga vault in Hemel till I met you. Wow. I heard I heard Oiga vault. I never heard in Himmel till I met you. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? What does have never mean? heard is
5: mirror? And you've I think it's just an extension of it.
0: Right, well, It has to have a meaning.
5: I'm sure it has a meaning. But I mean, to me, it's just funny. <laughs> well, that's, that's what most
0: of it is. Oiga vault. Hold on. It's funny. And look, there it is. Oy, gewalt, and himmel. There it is. on. What does what does oy, gewalt mean? Oy is the Yiddish equivalent of O, oh, and gewalt means violence or force. Thus, oy, gewalt, O oh violence would be a cry for help in an emergency. Oh, the horror. <laughs> it's oh, the horror. It's essentially oh, the horror. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, what t- did it tell you? It says, it says, it says... Um taking things one step further just like Govalt is a is a res- response to something awful it can also be used to marvel at something awesome did you enjoy that Talmud yeah. class yes it was Govalding. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's like terrific like terror because terrific is usually
0: that's is, interesting that's a very it, good point
4: it is like t- but terrific is like oh that's dope
0: I'm looking for the in
5: himmel part no yes please look it up I'm very curious. I think it just means like, you know, it's, I, I, to me, it's just like an extension of, of like a vault.
0: When a, when a cousin in Florida invited me to join a Facebook group, Yiddish word of the day, I immediately clicked on it. Okay. <laughs> Is well, this the definition? I, I'm looking, but it's <laughs> such a long, endless thing to me trying to get to the Himmel of it all. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. It should be so simple. Yeah, I don't know. Is, is Himmel heaven? Oh, it could be. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll figure this out. Male. M- 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 <laughs> what does Himmel mean in German? Heaven, that's right. Uh. But when you say, so you say i gewalt in Himmel oh, the violence in heaven. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Who knows what any of it means? It's all just gibberish, anyway. It's just gibberish. <laughs> but, I mean, let's be honest: Yiddish is basically gibberish, also.
5: I know, <laughs> I know, I know. That's what Larry David did that whole episode, based on the fact that it, Yiddish is is gibberish when he and you know when he when he pretends to be the the religious Jew and he goes, oh. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the um, the episode where he hits the guy's car. The uh where the you know, the ski lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably my favorite episode.
0: Come on, stop.
5: The ski lift? Oh, it's a it's a classic
0: half an hour of television. Ski lift is very good. I haven't watched it in a long time. All right, let's uh let's go to mail. Wow, this is this is genius, by the way. I've never seen this before. This guy is taking an email and he's and he's turning it into uh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and
4: black, and I'm black! And I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and
2: I'm blacker
0: than black, and I'm black, y'all. The, 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 it says, Angelo Dawkins has to be number one this week. Haven't enjoyed a wrestling segment this much in a very long time, and I haven't even finished it because I was laughing too hard. Toe to toe with The Miz. I got to tell you, love that call. Glad he reminded me. Angelo was so funny with The Miz. When they did the repeating what Miz was saying, like saying it with him, do you know what this means? Yeah. Do you know what this means? <laughs> Dip, when, when he threw up, the my, my hand goes up, my, your mouth goes shut, yeah. and Angelo just excitedly gave him a high five instead. It was, <laughs> I got to tell you, Angelo Dawkins is the big boy of Outcast of WWE.
2: Oh, okay. because yeah.
0: comparison. Because he is amazing, he just happens to be stuck next to Andre 3000. For which, by the way, in the case of both Big Boy and Angelo Dawkins, it's great. You have a partner that's amazing, fantastic. But there's a downside. Everyone's always talking about your partner, and this—it's like he is. Angelo can talk. He's pretty good in ring. He's, He's very a really, good in ring. He, he's a very solid performer in general. And I feel like because Montez just has like this incredible level of charisma that jumps off the paper even more. We don't mention Angelo enough, but he shined. He was the star of the two of them in the Ms. TV segment yesterday.
4: Yeah, he was, he was, And you're right. I'm glad that listener reminded us he wasn't going to be my pick this week, but you know, we said this before in terms of the street profits, Montez is so good and everybody sees him as such a star but they don't have no genetics on the street profits man. Outcast is the perfect comparison I think for the street profits.
0: Thank you very much. I'm I'm very proud of it. Yeah, no, um it so be. um so uh so, uh, so who where are you going to have then? I was
4: going to go with Stokely. I think him standing next to Jade made her infinitely more interesting. I think it was exactly what is needed for her. I didn't see him making the jump to AEW but he jumped in the exact right spot
0: I uh, see I, I, I I'm i gonna disagree with you just in the sense that it's so AEW that they signed someone and shoved him into a spot that already has someone in that spot like l- like literally she already has a mouthpiece <laughs> well now she has a lawyer and a manager <laughs> it's just like over it's a listen I'm sure they'll turn it into something and a, and a feud between him and smart mark or something so like they'll they'll make it work But yeah, I was just like, I don't know if Jade needs that. They've kind of been building this one thing. Um, It's cool. I'm happy the guy got, I'm happy he got a job, Um, but I don't know. It seems like they sort of forced him into a spot. Like it didn't need it right now. There's a time when you could be set up for him to come in just right. Like they can't ever wait. And my question is why not? Like, why do they need to rush getting to Malcolm Bivens? Because you know they do, they
4: double up on debuts, right? He, he comes <laughs> out, and then Athena comes out. Right, That's gotta all. have yeah. multiple
0: at the same time. Uh, Dip, who do you have for the Black Power rankings? I got to give it to Powerhouse Hobbs. Who oh I took a shot yeah, with. Uh,
5: <laughs> and I got it. I got news for you. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody knows this, but Powerhouse Hobbs, Agurica, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also had a nice interaction with Ricky Starks um, over the weekend. He's a great uh, guy. Yeah, yeah a, gra- a great guy, a thousand percent. And um, yeah, that's really all I have to say. Powerhouse Thank Hobbs you- gets it
0: for me. Um, all right, The man knows to how this- to
5: take a shot. He's also gargantle. The
0: man's a powerhouse. Oh, no, he's a powerhouse a thousand percent. No, oh, here man. we go. Jerking the Undertaker off. I'm sorry. That was the wrong one. X-rated drop mail um okay the mean gene writes us dip needs a new nickname the dipocrite every huh? week on the podcast <laughs> i love that i love every that. week on the podcast <laughs> he the talks Dip-a-crate. about he talks about how he doesn't care about great wrestling and he wants story or something but when you run down the double or nothing card he talked about how great the show is going to be when the Wardlow MJF match is the only one that has something going on. Hardy's and Bucks have barely interacted with each other. Everything else was sloppily built. Dip needs to pick a side, great wrestling or great story or be the dipocrite forever. Take it easy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Here, here's what I'll say, brother, I love dipocrite. It's major. Here's wow, what I he say said, about that.
0: He said take it easy, man, parentheses this was my contribution to the show a few years back.
5: Hmm. Wow,
0: it certainly became something Uh,
5: hmm. Well now he's turned into a moron Let me tell you why Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you why I have said and been very consistent About this That you do not need To have, if if the wrestling It speaks for itself Then it's okay to have less of a story If you watch a match And you're mesmerized by the in-ring action The story means less but if you have no story and just mediocre wrestling, that's when I have a problem. So I would prefer stories for every match like there used to be in the Attitude Era. And there was, a, there was something fun and great going on with each feud. Or there was a feud, an actual feud. But the, the lack of stories and the whatever wrestling, that's to me when you get a zero.
4: I have to, I have to defend okay. the listener here though, Dip, because your, your explanation makes sense. But only in hindsight. It doesn't make sense when you're saying this is coming up and I'm not interested because there's no story. It doesn't make sense to say that the wrestling is going to be great because it only makes sense in hindsight. That's, That's true. I will
5: say, though, objectively, the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Boys should be exciting no matter what. And it wasn't.
4: Which is me. why, which is why he called you the hypocrite because you gave them the benefit of the doubt on a no story, and then the I gave them the benefit them of the doubt, down. but then I'm here. I but then I tell the truth the following week. That's
5: true. But I understand what you're saying about the hindsight. That does make sense to me. But at the end of the day, if there's no story, but the match is amazing, I'm I'm here to give it its
0: its its flowers. All right, that's what I'll say. Ma ma mail. Uh, money in the bank heat and greet. I just wanted to drop a quick line and let you know I'm planning on being in Vegas on July 3rd and excited to hear about the heat and greet. I was initially worried that I might not be able to make it because I'm coming to Vegas hashtag with a wife. My <laughs> wife tolerates wrestling and has been to a couple of shows. She fell asleep in the arena during the Rollins fiend Hell in a cell, but I wasn't sure if I could pull off money in the bank and a heat and greet, even though the third is my birthday. Once you mentioned that Rocky was going to be there though, I knew I was solid. I told her that there would be a dog there and she became totally okay with it. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Midge. Shout out to Rocky. Shouts to Rocky. male. Dear Hades, congratulations on an amazing run. As a Gentile Cuban in, orth- in an orthodox neighborhood, you have given me so much material to pop my neighbors. Shout out to Ron and Malka. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dip has been getting mailbag love, and rightfully so, but I wanted to salute my man, SGG. Like Arne Anderson, his steady professionalism will be appreciated by future generations of purists. <laughs> SGG, when I think of you, you know what I think. Steady professionalism. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think there's another SGG that he's meant to say. Me. <laughs> anyway, my question, is Sasha Banks the New Age version of Shawn Michaels? She's the best seller in the no. biz and makes her opponents look like a million bucks. She has a flashy gimmick and is known for her polarizing attitude in and out of the ring. She also has frequent absences and a unique relationship with Vince. Could she come back like HBK in 97, cranking up the attitude and bringing backstage storylines to TV? I'm sorry. I think it's a very interesting comp. I think so too. I I think it's more accurate than it sounds when you
4: just say it.
0: Right. Listen, of course, everything, every comp you're using is not exact. No one is exactly Shawn Michaels. Okay. And frankly, Sasha probably couldn't exist as Sasha without Shawn Michaels. So it, they're not the exact same, but she does make her opponents look great. She does. And she does have mixed relationships. It seems with all of her opponents. She does. And real things happen behind the scenes and blah, blah, I, I kind of, uh, I kinda like the comp. The backstage I, politics is what put it over the top too, I think. <laughs> so I'll be very interested.
4: Is there any update
0: with Sasha and Naomi, by the way? No,
4: there hasn't been an update. Indefinitely still means indefinitely. There's no timetable for them to come back.
0: They're going to be very interesting to see what plays out. The the more you look around, the more articles you see that exist about this. It really got picked up a lot of places, more so than most wrestling stories usually do. By the way, before we close out this episode of Cheap Heat, I got to tell you something very big dip. You'll be excited because you're a classy guy and you eat classy things. I want you to know that this past weekend in um, Bridgehampton, while eating at a delicious, delightful restaurant called Almond, I, for the first time, had escargot.
5: Oh, I, I, mean, I like it. Has to be very fresh and good. It Has to be really well done. But I've only had it a few times in my life. But I wouldn't say I'm one of the biggest escargot guys in the business today. <laughs> but I, I, I,
4: I do, SGG. I, I have I you do ever had escargot? Like
0: has, S- has SGG ever had escargot? I have not.
4: But every time I think about it, I think about that trap called Questline with that's, the illusion. That's, that's what <laughs> I said.
0: Hey yo, tip. What's wrong with, with snails? Yeah. <laughs> I said it. I said it that night. And no nobody, one knew what I was talking oh. about. I, I had to play the song for everyone. <laughs> you were with the wrong crowd. <laughs> hey, yo, was have- we'll swung snails. But was it good? Was it? Was it? I loved it. I loved it. It was. Uh, it was. I. It was flavored well. It was delicious. It was. It was not gross at all to me. This meal was fantastic. If anyone's out in the Hamptons, go to Almond. It was friggin' delicious. We we spent a grip, but it was one of those nights where we just said screw it and kept ordering and ordering and ordering, and it was high level mage night. Yeah, I love a treat yourself kind of night. Uh let me tell you something though. The the price of salmon in the Hamptons is absurd. <laughs> Business was picking up at Giovanni's Deli. By the way, the name of the deli was almost Shavani's. I think it's Ski It's or, or it wasn't Shavani. There was something slightly different Was there no H? H? Maybe there was no H. Um, hold on, let's see. Sag Harbor. Ski of see.
4: And while you're doing that, I'm going to let the listeners know that next week, 1230, Tuesday. Go ahead. Tell them. Spotify Live. Go ahead. So if you want to be a part of this live mailbag next week, come Ooh. in, talk to us, get our takes on the pay-per-view and the week that was, and then possibly come up on stage and give your take on what you saw. We'll be doing a Spotify Live next week, 1230.
0: So, so everyone out there who's with a life and with a job- you, you know if you can't make it it's okay don't worry the episode will post like a regular episode but if yep. you happen to be around at twelve thirty, you can listen live try to ask a question etc and you spell this market s-c-h-i-a-v-o-n-i apostrophe s oh the- do you think it's shivani it might be it might be shivani <laughs> probably it might be shivani's Well, guess what they didn't have at Shivani's? They didn't sell you JR's barbecue sauce. Delicious BBQ sauce. Flavors included are. (laughs) Hold hold, hold on, hold on. Flavors included are (laughs) JR's original barbecue, JR's hot barbecue, and when business is picking up, uh, JR's Chipotle ketchup. That's How about how about Jr.'s main event mustard? <laughs> wow, a family pack: Jr.'s all-purpose seasoning, original barbecue sauce, hot barbecue main event mustard, and chipotle ketchup. When business is picking up, <laughs> Jr. was pretty good this weekend. I thought in the times that I uh, heard him, I thought I thought so too. I've I think heard, he
4: sort. Of, I think he sort of settled in. I've heard that he managed to go off the rails at times, but I think he was he was fine
0: hey guys i think you're both terrific at what you do uh sgg your steady professionalism dip your hypocritical takes uh both amazing both of you stay mage and enjoy yourself take it easy stay mage. and then i went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together also ladies and gentlemen at this
5: time
3: i would like to introduce
0: Shout out to that guy red red Heart is the greatest
4: professional wrestler in the history of the art form. mm 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 mm.